Hey guys, Sean here. Before we start the show, wanted to proudly announce our first official sponsor, hand chosen by the Miss Manual Squad, Glovebox Detail. What is Glovebox Detail? Glovebox is a concept 15 years in the making by co-founder Bradley Mills. Brad created Glovebox Detail to curate, deliver, and teach subscribers how to use premium car care products. Glovebox teaches through a monthly subscription service where you receive a box at your door full of sample size products that you could try from companies such as Vonix, Adams Polishes, Auto Fiber, Jay Leno's Garage, Wizards Products, Solution Finish, Cooper State 1000. These are just a handful of premium brands that Glovebox Detail works with. And so Brad has gone the extra mile. Being 15 years deep in the detailing business, he, he's going the extra mile by including how-to videos of what works uh, in his experience being a professional in his career. Brad simply just realized that detailing the industry is so big with so many products and it can be confusing at times. So he wanted to give people like yourself the option to try before you buy. And so he wanted to do something special with the sponsorship and give you 15% off your first month using the promo code at checkout, manual detail. This is not available to anyone else. And so go check them out at gloveboxdetail.com. Go follow them on Instagram, gloveboxdetail. Leave them a review and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Miss Manual Podcast. Home to viewing a female's perspective in the automotive and motorsport industry. All right. Okay, three times a charm. All right, three times a charm. There we go. Um, okay, so if you had to summarize to your followers or anybody that's listening to this, if they follow you but they haven't probably heard who you are and they only right. have one idea, who would you say Chloe is in 30 to 60 seconds? Who would I say that I am in 30 to 60 seconds? Yeah, so if you met one of your followers or like just kind of expand on like, you know, like social media, you only have one perspective of like right. following. So this is kind of an, an opportunity and idea to like expand on that. Okay. Well, um, I started out passionate about horses, and then I kind of switched from horses to horsepower. That's kind of what I <laughs> tell everybody. <laughs> and uh, it all started when I did a body swap on my second gen Cummins. Um, it was a originally a Michigan farm truck that was rusted out and was kind of a, I mean, it was a farm truck, you know, so, and, uh, I did a body swap on it, changed out the cab and the bed on the original frame. And then, uh, kind of went from there to kind of see if I can make it into a show truck. And, uh, basically this summer I'll be going to truck shows with it. And that's kind of where it all started from. As far as being a diesel mechanic goes, uh, I was employed by Rush Truck Center right out of the school to be on their management team. Mm -hmm. And I kind of told them that, listen, I would much rather be in the shop than stuck behind a desk. And they didn't really take me serious at first until I kept bugging them about it and bugging them about it. And then they finally put me in the shop in September of 2018, and I've been there ever since as a level one technician. That's so awesome. They've been teaching me and kind of training me up in how they want me to do things and going from there. So that's kind of how it all started. 
that. That's awesome. I think that's what the title of this episode is going to be. You say you went from you went from horses to horsepower. That's pretty legendary. <laughs> yeah. You should get that made as a shirt. Do you have it as a shirt on your shop? I should put it in my uh, merchandise for sure. Yeah, that that right there is like that just tagline. That's <laughs> it's my tagline for- it's my logo. It's my slogan. <laughs> my slogan. The Cummins Cowgirl slogan. That's actually kind of oh. where I have like the Cummins Cowgirl came from. Is because I kind of put two and two together in a shorter version. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's what it's about. Like yeah. it's that's why this podcast is so it's doing really well and like i said we, we just this month we're, we're we're inching towards our first thousand listeners in a month that's awesome and yeah it's 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 crazy and it's growing super fast but it's to emphasize that you know ladies girls can do, can do it too exactly we that, can drive can. them standards and heels and we want to see you guys do that <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's what it's about like Social media, you get one dimensional, and like this podcast is basically like just right. destroying the stigma of like it has to be one or another. So it's yeah. like, what? She can be pretty, or she could be pretty, or be a, a wife and work on her car. That's right. insane. What is that? Like, yeah, it exists. So we just have to find, I got to go out there and find you ladies and just bring it together. And this is where the, the greatness happens. Yeah. For sure. First, say again. I think it's awesome that girls are in the industry more and more is it is what I'm seeing. So do you work do you know or work with any females that are Yeah. That are- I started there and there I was the only girl at first and now there's another diesel technician there that's also female. So we're getting there, we're breaking open doors and kind of showing them that we're not afraid to get dirty. Hell yeah, that's awesome. We got to do stuff differently as far as heavy equipment goes, like we don't have as much upper body strength, so I use a lot more of my legs and my core, especially picking up brake drums and moving wheels around. But, um, mm. I mean, we definitely do things a little different, but we get the job done, you know? Exactly. And that's what is so. and that right there is what it's all about. Everything isn't just one way. Oh, you got to be super strong. Like, no, like right. there's certain things that females are good at that guys just can't do. Like you might have smaller hands than me, or you might be able to reach in the crevice that I can't, so on and so forth. You actually like can get to the 10 millimeter that's stuck. Yeah. (laughs) So true. So many times they're like, Chloe. I'm like, what? Like, we need your tiny hands. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Been there, done that. Had to squeeze into tight little spaces. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. That's fine. That's why you need me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Got little fingers. (laughs) Is there anything that, knowing what you know now, um, Maybe that's somebody that's interested in being a diesel tech or just jumping into the jumping into the automotive industry as maybe a mechanic of some sort. Like, is there anything that you would tell your younger self that you know now? Start now. Don't wait. Definitely. Because then, I, I mean, I, there's always been times where I told myself, well, I wish I grew up with, like, a dad that does a whole bunch of mechanic stuff, you know, and, like, kind of get into that as a younger kid. But, um I didn't really know that I was even passionate about it until I even got to college. So I felt like I was so far behind the ball because everyone else I feel like had started when they were young or in high school. And so I felt like I was like really, really starting late and I was kind of nervous as to, oh, everyone's going to be super smart. They're going to think I'm stupid. They're going to look at me like I'm a dumb blonde, you know? And so that's kind of, you just kind of have to just forget about that and just do it. And then, 
prove them wrong, you know, and prove to yourself that you can do it too, you know? And so that's kind of where it came from. But as far as other girls that want to start in it, go ahead, man. I would say just do it. So I've had a couple girls approach me too on social media and ask me about how I got into it. And I tell them how I started and I I didn't know anything and I just kind of figured it out. YouTube is a great tutorial (laughs) as to like the first thing I ever did was an alternator on my pickup. And then it kind of went from an alternator to a wheel hub assembly. And then I went from that to doing my own oil changes. And I went from that to like, okay, we're going to do a complete overhaul of my entire truck. And so that's where, I just took a thousand pictures and labeled everything. So whatever I disconnected, I'd be able to reconnect. And that's basically how I put together brand new truck. But that's awesome. yeah, I mean, just finding your niche and finding what works for you and your brain. I mean, everyone's differently wired. So you got to see, like, I like puzzles personally. And so having something that's labeled and I can see it and take a picture of later. So if I forget, I can resort and, just see how it's laid out is makes more sense to me versus like okay this is an ac line obviously it's not going to go there because it doesn't fit there you know what i mean so like stuff like that you just gotta figure out what works for you agreed i'm glad you expanded on that because that's that's the one thing that people that's where a lot of people are scared to get in the industry let alone females they're like they feel like they have to know it one way when there's multiple ways of doing it and there's no right or wrong because you're always learning. You're always, Oh yeah. You're, you're always coming across something that you've never faced before. And so it's really a, an environment where you have to be on your P's and Q's. It's not a desk job where you're like, all right, I have to hit control off the lead. Right. So reset. <laughs> exactly. Reset. You got to reset basically every day. And I'm sure you can relate to that. Just dealing with the different encounters that you have on a daily as far as working. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, because that's what I love the most about my job is every day I walk in, it's something new. And so that's what I like because I never know what I'm going to be doing when I get there. Am I going to be doing a wheel seal, a brake job, like changing on an injector, (laughs) changing on a turbo? You never know what you're going to be working on. And that's also why I like being a newbie because you get to learn everything. You're not just limited to, okay, you're going to rebuild this motor every day. You're going to rebuild the new motor every day. You know what I mean? Whereas a couple of the other like higher tech level technicians do that and that's where they make their money. But I want to learn about everything like emissions. I want to learn about fuel dosing and like everything else, you know, especially because each year it's brand new stuff. Every single year they come out with something new. And so those ECMs are like just crazy because they have so many different things and so many thousand updates and everything else that you have to stay updated on everything otherwise you get a million seven thousand fault codes and then you're chasing them all on a map and you have no idea where to start <laughs> so 100 how, how tall does the truck sit my truck is actually not lifted right now i have i know i it's in the shop completely the whole interior is gutted out as of right now <laughs> I have been in touch with a couple of different um, sponsors that I have about a possible eight inch lift, but then I'd have to do stairs or not stairs. I was thinking about that. Like, Yo, you got stairs. I'm five three, so <laughs> like, okay, run and jump. <laughs> like I need an elevator to get into my pickup, but um, no. As the plan right now, as of 
here lately because I want to get it ready. It's going to be ready for Daytona. It won't necessarily be ready for the Conroe truck meet for Lone Star Throwdown, but I'm planning on going to both. But I'll I'll bring my pickup with me to um, Daytona, and I want to get it done before then. I have a couple different sponsors that do powder coating and everything, so I'll probably tear it all back down to where it was before, get the frame powder coated, get the rear end powder coated, front end powder coated, and then um, go from there. And then uh, hopefully I can get that lift put in before then and get all the kinks out because then I have to do different steering and everything else because that much lift kind of gives you different issues once you put that in there, you know, and then you throw some giant wheels on there and add a whole bunch of horsepower and then your transmission's like, whoa, what about me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think get like crazy looks. Yeah. Like they, get, they see this big, massive truck, and all of a sudden, this tiny fire, little female jumps out. Like it's mine. Don't worry about yeah. it. It's not anyone else's. It's You're mine. Right. Did you? Were you supposed to go to school for something else, or like you say you didn't know you had interest? Yeah. In, like you... I uh, went to school for equine industry and business, which is basically like an agricultural business degree geared around horses. So. Mm-hmm. that's also where the horses to horsepower went so because I was in school for horses but um it wasn't really my passion anymore as a career wise it, it's great passion for a hobby but um you get a little bit more reward out of horsepower versus I don't know I feel like you you just you can pour so much money into horses you can pour so much money into vehicles but you get a greater reward out of the vehicles honestly I mean as far as like a pet and relation goes I mean you can obviously like care more about a horse but having the monetary value of it I feel like there's more value into a vehicle but my truck has sentimental value to me so it's my first vehicle ever and that's why everyone asks if I'm gonna sell it and I tell them Heck no, there's no way. <laughs> that thing is my child. <laughs> so um, how would you how would you say your truck represents you? Like did you say like it's your, like your inner spirit? Like cause I feel like everyone that has their car or their oh, truck, yeah. it's like it like represents them like like the, a part of their personality. Like I I like to consider myself like a classy country. So that's why I kinda like mm-hmm. the pearl white and um She's actually, and her exhaust is different than anything I've seen on a 12 valve. Cause she has a four inch straight pipe to two dual five tips in front of the rear axle. So it makes me kind of have challenges though, because then when I roll coal everywhere, I can't have chrome wheels because then I have one black wheel. And so I had mm-hmm. to change my wheel color, but um, I'll probably, I, my biggest thing is just being different. I like having different like custom stuff that is different that no one has seen and that's what's kind of getting to be kind of hard because then someone sees it and then they want to copy you or someone thinks of it before you can get it done on your truck and you're like oh mm-hmm. y'all are killing me small <laughs> like, <geez. laughs> you're killing me small yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what gets what's- frustrating but I get it. What is, what's something you're looking forward to? What's, what's a few things you're looking forward to? Is uh, 2019 uh, creeps in and 
it's what I think we're eleven days in. Yeah. Eleven days. Yeah, it's eleven day. I guess I mean, what's 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 uh what's on Chloe's uh gold gold board for her? It doesn't have to even be car related. Car related. <laughs> oh, it's like, definitely car related. This? <laughs> I'd like to give the flexibility. Yeah. You know, you never know. This summer is going to be my first time ever going to all these truck shows, and so. I'm really super excited to be able to go out and network with people that have the same passion as I do and trying to get my name out there, get my get my truck's name out there. Her name's Cece, and my car's name is Selena. So, I mean, I'm uh, the one that names right. their vehicles. It's fine. But yeah, um, it's, good. it's the triple C, man. <laughs> so, between Cece, Selena, and Chloe. But, you know, this summer's going to be fun. We have two booked right now like i said i'm going to conroe for lone star throwdown at the end of february and then i'm driving out to daytona with my uh, makeup and hair artist so we're gonna have a ton of fun out there and we'll party it up and meet everybody and my biggest thing is just networking and finding sponsors but um that's what i'm looking forward to if i have time off still by the end time november rolls around i'll probably make a trip to sema but um to look around and just be there but i'm excited that's for sure any particular sponsors that you want to that, that you uh have interest in like if you like you know, if i could work with this company or a will sponsor or, you know yeah. or whatever um is there any- by far my main biggest sponsor that i want one day it doesn't i highly doubt it'll be anytime soon but one day i want american force to sponsor me for wheels it's like the mm. ultimate goal. It's like huge, but one day, hopefully. Hey. As far as it's gonna ripple. You what? I said it's gonna ripple because, like I said, this year we're going for a million listeners, mm-hmm. and so hey, someone's gonna talk to someone. Oh. We've got a lot of people that have uh, contacted Miss Manuel and directly asked for one of you ladies. So, hey, it's, you never know. Give it, give it twelve months. <laughs> well, if American Force needs okay. someone to sponsor, you know who to call. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> They're on speed dial. <laughs> I think, I think the time that I found you, uh, I found, I don't know how I found you. He was, I think I was just looking through one of the mechanic uh, hashtags or something. But I, I found you when you had busted your lip. Talk to us about that again. How that happened? You had busted your lip when you're in the oh, shop. Oh yeah, and- that's right. <laughs> That, was, that hurt. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Yeah, I was like, geez. <laughs> right? Lucky. I was like, geez, yeah. like, you really, like, somebody yeah. really punched I got you a scar lip. now, but it's okay. I had character. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I lost a fingernail on a brake shoe, but that's fine. So let's grow back. What? what doing what? When that when it, uh, ricocheted? I was taking a brake shoe off <laughs> of a rear drive axle and, uh, there's, they have springs on them, mm. <laughs> and uh, I cut one of the springs, and I was taking it off, or trying to pry it off. Well, it caught in my finger, and it ripped my whole nail off, which now I don't have, I mean, I haven't worn fake nails in a long time, and I, I almost wonder if it would have saved it if I had a fake nail on, because then it might have just took the fake nail off, but I've had real nails fall off with fake nails before, so... I don't know if it would have saved it or not, but I didn't have 
any nails on, but it took my real nail off. And holy guacamole, I was outside walking around back and forth <laughs> trying to calm down because I was like hyperventilating. <laughs> I was like, ah. And the guys are like, what's, what's wrong with you? And I was like, showed them my finger. And they're like, ah, what the heck did you do? And I'm like, it just bit the crap out of my nail, man. But. Oh, you're a, you're a trooper. It's not like you had it. You were you had it under control. Oh, yeah. What made it? What made me mad was it was the same exact truck that busted me in the face. <laughs> so, really? That so truck like beat the back. crap out of me. It was bad. Literally went to literally war. went to war with this stupid truck. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was like, "Geez, I'm gonna have no fingers left. I have no. I'm already down a fingernail." It busted me in the face. It burnt me. It burnt all over my hand. And I'm like, crap. But it was definitely a learning curve. So exactly, and that's that's most important. I'm glad you see it. There oh yeah, now I know. Oh, not, I, suck at this. I know exactly what not to do now. So it's perfect. Exactly. Just like Tom and Thomas Edison, he learned a million ways how not to make a light bulb. Hey, we're already best friends with that quote, right? <laughs> That's all I'm literally staring at that quote right now. That's all my wall. That's awesome. <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah. All right, last few questions because I know time is of essence. Um, you would, do you, would you say you are already own your dream car? If not, what's your dream car? I definitely have my – okay. My biggest thing is you can't buy a dream car. You have to build it. So. Build it. Um, I don't necessarily have a dream car, obviously. Mine's my truck that I want to build to be beautiful and badass and unique. And so I think that's what the biggest thing is about um, women that build their vehicles, I think, are are rare and special because everyone thinks that they can just buy them already built. And that has no, like... I mean, yeah, you have money put into it, but you have no blood, sweat, and tears and creativity, you know? And so you're going to have a lot more worth to it when you put your own time and effort and money and hard work into it yourself, you know? So Respect, 100%. Like, you just, it's just something, something about when you just build your car or just once you just work on something that's yours, let alone right? it's something that then you can you sit want, back and look just, at it and you're like, I built that, you know? Exactly. Like, I, I just have my, uh, I just had, I just had my brakes, calibers, and my rotors done. And you just, you just appreciate it. I built, I put them on my dad. You just appreciate it. A little bit yeah. more when you just put, put your foot on the brake, you're like, all right, let me go ahead and just let me just make make love with my brake. <laughs> I'm not gonna just slam on it because yeah. it's like I just I know how much time I took to put this on. Like I'm just gonna like right. caress. It's so true though. <laughs> it's so true. That's why I don't understand when people are so hard on their trucks, and I'm just like, <laughs> there goes my front end. I'm like I'm sorry, TC. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. I have a vibe that you have all your, you got, you say you've got Chloe, Cece, and what's the Selena? Selena? Yeah. She's right. a little so, 2015 uh, V6 Camaro. Sensational. And then I feel like you're going to name all your kids. It's going to be Chloe, <laughs> yeah. Selena. What are you Cece, talking about? Those aren't my like, kids. Those aren't my kids. Hey, <laughs> hey you're going to have human kids. <laughs> And then I have a puppy <laughs> named Chapo, so there's how that goes. Really? Yeah. Awesome. 
That's going to be the argument. We're naming everything, everyone. It has to start with the C. It's like Chloe with the K. No, C. <laughs> That's awesome. Alrighty. Um, okay, cool. Uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, so that was super duper insightful. Just on on the side, because we have a lot of females that reach out to Miss Manuel and they, they have questions on, you know, how they can get started. And a few ladies have been asking about, you know, becoming a DJ or getting their. ASC uh, certification, oh, yeah. and so falls in line exactly with that. So I appreciate you just giving a little insight. And another thing, last question would be just, you know, just it sounds like you have a, a positive vibe to you, and you know, just more uh, you have confidence in you know what you're what you're doing. Like, where would you say that like that stem from, or how would somebody like uh, capture that? Because um, I see a lot of females or uh, that are in the industry or that are curious if they have they don't have a, any type of confidence in what they do. They have a desire deep down, but they don't know how to necessarily express their confidence. Yeah. And, or like, do you do you uh, do you have any, do you have any tips on that? Just like how to hold like have confidence in yourself. Just start with that. Let alone you know, and maybe the the, the work that you do. As far as confidence goes, um. I don't. I really don't know like how to explain it. I mean, you just have to know. I mean, you're gonna mess up. At the end of the day, you're gonna mess up. Something's gonna go wrong. I mean, don't get me wrong. I bust myself in the face and I bust myself in the lip and I, you know. And so like stuff like that. Stuff is gonna happen, but you're gonna have to just work through it. Don't get me wrong. There've been plenty of times where I've bawled my eyes out. It's fine. It's human. I mean, that's what makes you you. And you just got to know that you're going to make mistakes. It's going to be okay. I mean, I've had wheels fall off my truck. I've had so many, like, stupid random things happen. I've had an airbag blow on my face. Like, But at the wow. end of the day, <laughs> it's what makes you you, you know? I mean, I feel like scars are what is what comes with, like, good stories and learning experiences. And as long as it doesn't put you in the hospital, then, I mean... it's something to learn from and it kind of just shows you that you're you're tougher than than what you have to go through you know so I mean as far as confidence goes and stuff there's always gonna be haters and they're gonna be jealous but that's just because you're making waves you know don't let the haters that are stuck on the beach like kill your surfing in the waves you know so just just let them do their thing and you stay in your lane they'll stay in their lane and just let it feel your fire really because there are always going to be ones that look down on you and say you can't do it but you can't listen to them you know so or just be like okay you want to do it that way that's fine i'll just show you that i can and then that's kind of where a lot of it came from was that's kind of how my whole body swap went on my truck was you're not going to get it done. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Watch. You just watch. Watch and learn, Vato. <laughs> <laughs> you fed off of it. So you, they told you no. You're like, I, I, I feel obligated to show you that I can't. Like, boom. <laughs> and then you're like driving around in your awesome pearl white truck. And you're like, yeah, what were you saying? What was that? I didn't hear you. From the back, I couldn't hear you over my exhaust, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> don't take that. Whatever you do, don't take the truck to uh, California. Oh, yeah. Shoot, I'm gonna bring a whole bunch of straws. 
Oh, oh goodness. Yeah, I'll get kicked out. It's fine. That's why I'm in Texas. <laughs> uh, kicked out. They're going to slap you a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's ridiculous. For... Holy cow. Right? It's insane. That's insane. Like, that, that... Yeah, that's why I'm in Texas. Yeah. Where, where, where you, uh, what part of Texas are you from? I'm actually originally from Michigan, but I moved down here to go to school in Amarillo, and now I work in Lubbock. Oh, you're from Michigan? What part? Yep. Which part of the mitten? Hold your hand up. <laughs> Hold my hand the... up. I point. It's like right below my ring finger in my first little like palm little line thing. <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, an hour north of Grand Rapids. Okay. All right. So. Yeah, I'm originally from Michigan also, so that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Where how, long are, how long have you been out in Minnesota? Where at in Michigan? Well, I, I grew up... Uh, I was born in Detroit, Michigan, oh. off of uh, West Grand Boulevard, okay. and uh, and I'm currently in uh, Clinton Township. In Clinton, wait, Clinton Township? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, by like uh, it's like it's by Sterling Heights, uh, Roseville, Gross Point. Okay. Um, I almost went to state. Yeah, yeah. I almost went to Michigan State and Lansing, but was sure. it for me? I came to Texas. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you're out there just, you know, living a life full of perspective. Because, again, this is about just sharing and giving perspectives. And I feel like the more people, more respected people have, a lot less people would be not happy. Like you just you just can't be happy once you realize how good you got it, especially living in this uh, this this country called America. America, for sure. <laughs> I think that's the truth. Exactly, exactly. All right, well, I want to thank you for jumping on again. Like I said, it's nothing crazy. I know you're like, what am I going to talk about? I just talk. I had never, just walk the walk. I've never been on a podcast, so this is fun. Yeah, most, most of the ladies, I would say about, it's been about 50 episodes, awesome. about 48 different ladies, and about 90% of them have never been on a podcast. So this is definitely different, yeah. but again, you have, you're, you sharing your story is going to give so much insight to not only uh, to my followers, but your followers. Because again, you only have so much of, of a perspective right. when you follow someone. I always encourage ladies. I know it's still it's scary, or you know, you know, it's it's not something most are used to. But just talk to your followers, show them your insights. Like that's why I had to hit you up. I, I saw you talking, oh, like yeah. y'all just bust my lip. Like <laughs> it was I was like, oh, I got I got to hit up. Like, I got to got to get on the podcast because she's got where she's like I'm not necessarily afraid and you need to create an element of confidence reading confidence and confidence all I feel like just you know believing in yourself and knowing that you know you're not perfect that, that can help you just move forward and so it's not about being perfect yeah, how you people with, you know oh I'm the best like no like oh I hit my knee but I can still walk so I'm gonna keep walking right until next exactly well, I'm going to let you to it because I know time is the essence. Um, where can people follow you um, as far as uh, your journey on Instagram? What's your Instagram handle? Sweet. I am the Cummins Cowgirl. All one all all right. fun word. No, no underscores, no, no stars. There is a fake account out there right now with an underscore. <laughs> posted about uh, that like every- I posted about it every single day and I still get 7,000 emails. Hey, you have a fake account. I know this. I've posted about it like 20 times, bro. <laughs> Just report it. Jeez. So Jeez. frustrating. She's like, ah. Well, 
everybody wants to be Chloe. Like, hey, like you said, the haters, you, you're getting big now where people want it, like, legit, they want to be Chloe when they grow up. Like, I always say this. I'm glad I can share this with you before I close off. Like, this is what I want to let people know, especially that have an influence following. Like, when we grew up, like, you grew up and we looked up, we watched Rugrats. Hey, Arnold, <laughs> yeah. Was, I don't know. Curse the Cowardly Dog. That was like, yo, like, that was so funny or whatever. But now, like, we're in an age where people grow up and they, they want to be at somebody they follow on Instagram. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. It's, right now, we're, like, in it's the middle scary. of that where it's, like, just, you said it's, it's scary. scary. You know how many pr- crazy people are on Instagram? Oh, there's a lot of crazy yeah. people. It's, I don't like there's a lot of crazy people. There's like crazy people in the world, yeah. but the basically gives people like uh, keyboard balls yeah. to say whatever, do whatever. But half these people, they saw you in person, they were like, "Oh my God, is that Chloe? Like, <laughs> Chloe? Is she is she sitting in Selena right now?" <laughs> with well, the buzz the lip is fine. Don't bust yourself in the face, right. guys. It hurts. <laughs> and then they'll message you and go back home to like Chloe. I saw you at the mall today. I do get a couple people that are like, hey, we saw your truck so and so where, and oh, we saw you here, we saw you there, and I'm like, that's cool, I have no idea who you are, but come by the shop, say hi. They're your fans, that's what I'm saying, that's why I'm like, yo, talk more, talk more, you're doing it, like I said, I just, I, I love it, anytime you get any, like, that's another thing I want to tell you, you get some video of you just getting into your truck whenever it's up oh, and running, yeah. that's like legendary. Are you kidding like, me? Pop. I'm going to need a ladder. <laughs> Just me trying to get into it now is like, okay, either my truck is too high or my pants are too tight. One of the two. <laughs> so I got to do something here. Right. Uh. Alrighty. Well, you have a sensational day, guys. If you guys like this, I tell, every, tell you guys every single time, we're not nothing to sell. Uh, if Share with yourself. Share with somebody you feel like it could resonate with. Make them laugh. Make them, make them cry. I don't think anything. Right, but this is pretty awesome episode. Share it with somebody. Help us get to the mission of one million listeners in 2019. We're getting there fast, and we can't get there without the help of every single person that's listening to this podcast. So until next time, Chloe, we'd love to have you on again. If there's anything in your mind that you want to share that you feel like you can add to a female's perspective in the automotive industry, don't you dare not hesitate <laughs> and contact Miss Crew and share because we would love to have you on again. I would love to be on again. This has been fun. I love that there's so many girls in the industry. It's great. Yeah, it's 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 starting to accumulate. So it's it all starts with one person. You gotta time. start so somewhere. Exactly, and that's what it's all about. We gotta let ladies know. People feel alone on the internet. People literally feel alone, and stuff like this kind of gives like a break. Like you gotta think about it. like there's a ten year old that grew up with the internet. And they feel like, you know, they see a, a perfect picture, a perfect video, but they don't realize that Frank down the street is more common than them or Chloe down the street is more common, has more in common with them than they realize. Right. So it's just like, no, you're not, you're not like alone. Like you're not, you're, you're, you're going through something that 9 million other people are going through. So true. It's but true. let me stop talking. <laughs> talking because i'm a chatterbox and i me love too. this like i said it's awesome. bad my live videos <laughs> on my instagram are like an hour long and then my brother's like text me you're still on <laughs> i'm like sorry i get talking and i don't stop <laughs> yeah i set a time for 35 <laughs> and 27 seconds and it's three it's 33 minutes and 56 seconds right now <laughs> no.
39, 44, 34. All right. Goodbye, Chloe. That was great talking you to you. Too. Until next time. Thank you for having me.